Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. Today is a little bit of a thin show for y'all. We don't got any movie news. There's nothing. Who would have thought that after going through a pandemic in which movies just weren't released, that I just today feels like the thinnest episode we've had in a long time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Just remembering this, you made a prediction there would be huge movie news this week. <laughs> I did. And you jinxed the fuck out of I us. I did. That's right. I said we'd have huge movie news to talk about. There's just none. Shit. That's right. That's I, on you. I, I did jinx it. Uh, and we're not doing a draft at the end of it. We kind of thought of that too late. Today, we were just reviewing the new HBA, HBX, HBO Max and theater release, Those Who Wish Me Dead, directed by Ty Sheridan, starring Angelina Jolie and a wildfire. That's the co-star was the yes. wildfire. <laughs> yes. Um. Look, a little bit of a spoiler here up top. Spoiler about my thoughts on this movie, not the movie itself. Okay. Um, didn't love this movie. Spoiler about the movie. There's a fire. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yeah. All right, Jay. 
a teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to, to consume them all. Twin assassins? Those guys look nothing like each other. First off, not twins. Secondly, not only was he a murder witness, it was his fucking dad. <laughs> and it was attempted murder on himself. He didn't witness it. He survived well, a murder attempt. I, I don't think they wanted to give all that away in the synopsis. I, okay. Um, they gave away there's a forest fire threatening to consume them all. Yeah, that's yeah. That was such a big fucking part of the movie. Um, look, Ty, I'm just off the top, man. You know, we've had a good run of movies here recently. We've had some bad runs. We've had some good runs. You know, we did some bad movie reviews. We've done all these things, but like we've had a pretty good run. Now, Thunder Force, withstanding, um, that was terrible. Worst but that movie was of all time. That was almost fun to shit on. I, in, I gave it know, a sixteen. That's fun to shit on. You know, we had Godzilla versus Kong. Just fun. Stupid. May, not, just stupid fun watch. Yeah, might not be a huge score, but just absolutely fun. Mortal Kombat, same boat, same score for that matter. Exact same. Um, without remorse. Um, just a fun dad flick. I'm fine with that. Fuck yeah. Mitchell's versus the Machines. Fantastic film. Family film. Um, you know, we had March Movie Madness. Just watching great movie after great movie after great movie. Um, there's just been so much going on in this podcast that I've enjoyed. And as bad as Thunder Force was... I feel like I enjoyed shitting on Thunder Force more than this movie. I just feel like I watched one of the most forgettable movies of my life, if I'm being honest. That's fair. Um, and that's not to say it's terrible, but Ty, I fucking keep having to look up Angelina Jolie's filmography because I keep forgetting the name of the movie. <laughs> and like Ty Sheridan, Tay Sheridan. It, well, Taylor Sheridan. Does he go by Ty? No, Ty Sheridan's an actor. That's the guy. That's the boy in Spider-Man 3. Not Spider-Man. Iron Man 3. Okay, so I think I said Ty Sheridan earlier. Taylor. Hand up. That's on me. Um, Taylor Sheridan's done some really good stuff. I mean, he was a, a writer on Hell or High Water, which I know has some pretty good reviews. I've never seen it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Sicario, the first one yep. I know, had really good reviews. Um, you know, some other stuff. I saw the Barstool guys tweeted something about it, some other movies they liked. Maybe Wind River. I don't know. Um you know, and this is his fourth direct director movie. Uh, he's directed Wind River, Vile, Yellowstone, which is a TV series. Now, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Um, and I just, I, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. And it, it's got a big name. It's got Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I mean, it's got a pretty decent cast. Angelina Jolie's the star power, but John Bernthal is a great actor. Who um, is he? Walking Dead, Punisher. Oh, who was he in this? Yes. The Sheriff? Okay. He's in The Walking Dead. He's The Punisher. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. Nicholas Holt, another decent name. He was in the X-Men movies. Who's he? Um, the One of the assassins, not the main guy, but like the assistant guy. Okay. There's there's someone I hate in this movie, so I'm just trying to see if you name that actor. I'm not Ty- going to give it away yet. Tyler Perry's in this movie. Was he really? Yeah, he was the- I, We talked about that he last He was the week. boss. He was just very brief. That was Tyler Perry? Yeah. Pretty sure. Or I didn't fuck else Tyler Perry would have been. I didn't know that. Um, so I yeah. don't know what Tyler Perry looks like. I only know him as Medea. You only know him in drag. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aiden Gillen. Yeah. I oh, he's from Game of Thrones. That's where I knew that fucking guy from. Who was he? He was the other assassin. Okay. I said that because I was assuming that's the guy you didn't like. No. Um. Oh, I hated one of these actors so much. Sorry oh, about whoa, that. Was a beep. Um, that was my computer. Um. Look, man, I just I didn't like this movie that much. 
I oh, really the didn't. dad, Jake Weber. What about him? He sucked. Okay. We're on the same page then. I was trying to think of who it was, and then I saw him, and he was so forgettable that they, that's the guy. Dude, I'll talk about it in characters, but my God. Um, I guess we just hop straight into it. It feels weird. We don't have anything to talk about beforehand. Maybe we have something to talk about afterwards. I just thought of, and I'm just going to hit you spontaneously. Um, Fine with it. The movie itself, plot slash story. So the plot you mentioned. So they're they're mentioned they're. <laughs> Well, you mentioned the synopsis. The they're trying fu- to kill I'm his gonna, dad. I'm just going to say, no, the plot's fucking ridiculous. Th- that's why I'm struggling. <laughs> they're trying to kill his dad because he's a forensic accountant. A forensic accountant. Mm, yeah. And he has dirt on them, and so does the – who's the first guy they blew up his, his house? His boss. The district attorney? His boss. And they're trying to kill him, so they're running, and they find out where he's going because of a picture on the wall. Yes. And I don't want to hop into all the stuff I hate right now. I'm just kind of going through. And then he goes to the forest, and they find him, and they kill him. But then they don't kill the son, and the son runs off. And then he meets up with Angelina Jolie's character, who's, like, suicidal because she let a family die in the fire, Mm -hmm. a different fire. And they become partners, and then the hitsmen need more time, so they set a fucking forest fire. Mm -hmm. And then they're chasing after the boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's just a bunch of shooting and killing, and the sheriff is involved, and his wife, and his ex-girlfriend, who's the person with PTSD from the forest fire. Yeah. And they they win. And we don't find out what they did the whole time. Oh, yeah. They never, they never said yeah. why they were trying to kill those people. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> I think the movie was about the chase. I gave this an eight. Okay, I gave it an 11. Now, it was ridiculous, but, like, I liked what they were trying to do. Okay. The idea of, like, on the run, Hitman, the dirt on him still stupid, but, like, on the run, Hitman, and then there was a forest fire, which I was hoping was unrelated, not caused by the Hitman. <laughs> um but then there's, like, a forest fire, and they're trying to, like, do all this shit. And, like, I, I liked what they were going for here. This movie had a lot of potential. Okay, so some things I didn't like about it. Like, the plot, like, it was just so fucking thin and vague with the whole bullshit. You don't even know what they're – and I guess you don't have to necessarily reveal big details. But, like, it felt like they didn't know what they were doing. Like, the people who wrote this movie didn't know what the guy did. It's like, let's yes. just create some generic reason why he'd want to die. No, Or yes. why they'd want him dead. Very much so. And then just, like, bullshit, like, just shit you see in movies but, like, exaggerated. Like, just the dumb coincidences of they so happen to go to this fucking place that they have a picture on the wall. And he fucking hacks into his bank account. Like, so easily. Correct. I, I don't – I, I, I don't know, man. But then they go to this place, and it's like they kill him. And the forest fire was, like, 15 minutes of the fucking movie. He, like, sets the forest fire halfway through. I looked at it. It was, like, 50 minutes. And then they don't have, like, a confrontation with the forest fire until, like, 15 minutes left in the movie. Well, and the fire builds up, Jay. I don't know if you know how fire works. They grow. Um, And they didn't even – the fire didn't even – in the trailer, it was like, oh, they're outrunning the fire and these hitmen. That's not at all what happened. They outran the hitmen into the fire, got the guy to burn to death, and then ran from the fire, slept in the fucking lake. And the fire was just gone by morning. That's not how wildfires work. You don't just stop these things overnight. Well, no, the fire burned through and was still very much raging fire, just in a different area. I no, that's I call bullshit. It was shown in the last scene that I the fire was bu- still. Fucking I know up. it was, but I call bullshit that the, it would just and they were all alive. 
That's bullshit. Okay. No, one of them died. From a gunshot wound. <laughs> like, how the fuck did the wife and the sheriff live? And they briefly I, they mentioned the fire, fire skipped over. right over it. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. No, it didn't. Fires just don't skip over things. <laughs> and then the fucking kid says he f- took a nap underwater. What? What? Now, could, like, if I say worst case scenario, I'm stuck in a forest fire one day. Do you think I could hide in a creek and survive? No. I wonder if you could. Dude, the water you would be, or the air you'd be going up and breathing would be so full of fucking smoke. You're, no, just, I thought that too, but that's usually like when you're in a building. I still think there's smoke and the fucking water would like boil. I don't think it would boil the water that fast. It's hard to, to change the temperature. There's no way. Vehicle. Would you be able to fall asleep and take a fucking nap while well, the fire no, just rages not. through? You'd have to go up for air. I, the fire was like, it felt like it was like, hey, let's make like this a Hitman movie. With no reason why they're hitmen, and let's just throw a fucking forest fire in there. And it just didn't come together like I wanted it to. They now, tried, that I definitely agree with. They tried having depth with Angelina Jolie's character. There was, like, no depth with, like, the dad or he, where the fuck all. is his mom? Like, why, why couldn't that have been part of the story? The fucking they, – they made the, the wife pregnant just to make it more fucking sad, I guess. Yeah. I – what was the point of him setting the forest fire? To distract the city so there is an attention on the murders happening. Hmm. That all forces are focused on the fire and not the people shot in the head and ran off the road on the freeway. Okay. That's what they said. God, I fucking hated it. I liked I what they were it. trying. I gave it an eight, but I I liked what they were trying to do. I think you could do a good movie where it's like two different situations like PvP VE. What the fuck did you just say? PvP, like in like in video games, where it's like person versus person. Yeah. And then PvE, which is like person versus the environment. Okay. That kind of thing, where it's like the hitman, you're on the run from them, but then everybody's on the run from the fire. But that's not what this was. No, and that's, and that's what it was billed as. And that's why it's only an 11. That's not that good. I like what they were trying to do. It didn't bore me. It was just a lot of ridiculous shit that just never tied together and was not executed well. Eight. That's fair. Visuals, I gave it a 15. Give it a 17. Yeah, it was it was good, like, lighting and stuff. I really like some <laughs> of the shots, especially, like, the fire tower and stuff and, like, at sunset and a couple of different scenes. I liked the how The fire looked. looked realistic enough. Yeah, it, was, it got the job done. The Them sliding down the hill with the fire racing behind them as they're going to the water did not look good. <laughs> and there was one scene, it's right as they blow up the guy's house, his yeah. boss. Where the cameraman's walking backwards and, like, focused on the two assassins. I swear to God, he tripped on the curb stepping down. Really? I, I will pull it up right now as we're talking to show you. But, like, he's walking backwards and, like, their heads, like, go down in frame and then come up. Like, he, like, almost fell backwards and then caught himself. And it was jarring to watch. Like, I caught it and I was like, did, did they mean to leave that in the movie? I didn't notice that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up so you can watch it. Um, um, keep talking. But, but it the, just threw me off. Other than that, everything looked great. Yeah, it had, it had good, like, shading, good lighting. The dark scenes weren't too dark. Some unique shot types, realistic environments. Now, I, I gave it a 15 because I definitely have seen better. And I feel like some one thing I noticed is, like, there was, like, this very generic shot of just, like, the trees. I feel like they used that 15 times throughout the movie. There was, like, 
a lot of times. Just like an overhead. like Where they would change from like, because you kind of had like the two stories that were supposed to intertw- intertwine into one. Uh-huh. Angelina Jolie's character and then the Hitman thing. They'd show like Angelina Jolie and then her shit would ha- happen or the sheriff or whatever. And they would be like, there's the trees. And now here's the Hitman. <laughs> and now here's the trees again. Like it was like a transition that they just used like probably too much. Um, but I mean, it was, it was shot good. I, I've definitely seen better, like I said, and 15 is a good score. I'm not going to, it's not a bad score. Um, yeah, I thought the fire was going to look terrible. That's what I thought would happen. Yeah. And it, didn't. And they, it was okay. So good for them. Um, yeah, that, the CGI and stuff looked all right. I liked how some of the shots were and I liked the uh, blood or like the bullet getting shot. Okay. Like it was just very realistic and like gory. It wasn't like played down. Wasn't Marvelized. Okay, fair. Yeah. It was like blood. What was this rated? Uh, it had to have been R, right? Yeah, it was R. Yeah. Wow. 50. Oh yeah, no, they fucking brutally murdered that man in his car. Yeah, I forgot about that scene. That was real fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely rated R. Um, fifteen, seventeen. Key elements here, Jay. What'd you give it? <sighs> ten. I also gave it a ten. Look, man, the key elements is a fucking fire and a hitman, and they just didn't come together as they should have. And, like, there were some suspenseful moments, but not as suspenseful as it could have been. And then there was also some, like, um, they tried pulling your heartstrings with the kid and yep. Angelina Jolie, and it just wasn't all the way there for me. Yep. I, I just, it, the emotion part, the connection, I didn't really love, and I didn't really love, I don't know, I just... I forgot something for cinematography. What? That lightning striking the tower and there being like three lightning bolts that she just watches hit the ground outside and then jumps out of the tower is the most fake looking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> she was like, uh oh, lightning's right outside. Better jump. And you just, how many times have you watched lightning hit the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Never. And then watch it three times knowing, uh oh, that means I'm next. <laughs> and then she gets fucking hit by lightning later in the movie and just hops up. Yeah, and, well, she jumped from that tower. She had a little bit of a rope, but she slipped off. She fell like 25 feet. Yeah. And then got hit by fucking lightning. And she's alive. That's why I don't like the fucking plot. And outran plot. fire. Yeah. Outran fire, then fucking slept in a creek overnight. That's why I gave fucking plot an eight. That was ridiculous. Yeah, key elements, I gave ten. Um, I You hit the nail on the head. The emotional moments weren't that emotional. The suspenseful moments weren't that suspenseful. The action-y stuff was okay. Um, and the fire I wish would have been done better. Yeah. The, the suspenseful aspect of the fire. Yeah. Um, I wish that would have been done better because like I said, I feel like this has a very good potential, a movie like this, where it's like you have a main plot, but then a B plot that's entirely influencing the A plot. Yeah. And changing how the A plot unravels as the B plot progresses. That could be very, very fucking good and entertaining and suspenseful and what the fuck's going to happen next. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just never came together in a way. There's the one scene where, you know, they're in the forest and it's the Nicholas Holt, the second assassin mm-hmm. dude trying to get the kid and the girl. And she fucks him up with like the pitchfork. I don't know what the fuck it was. Pickaxe. Pickaxe. You played Minecraft. Was it a pickaxe though? It was like a mini, like a handheld pickaxe. I don't know. What are those called? Definitely Things wasn't a pitchfork. Pitchfork's like the angry yeah. mob. Um, <laughs> And, like, 
that could have been done so much better, but, like, they're just standing in the forest, hiding behind a tree. And instead of, like, widely going around the tree, he walks straight up to the fucking tree blindly. Yeah. Um, but, like, that forest and, like, the fire could have played a huge part in that. It just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was just a suspenseful scene with fire in the background that then, as soon as the suspenseful scene's over, is now rushing down the hillside <laughs> and we have to run. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I want a movie... That doesn't do the fucking trope of, like, not pulling the trigger and letting the bad guy have another chance. Like, when the the, the wife, the pregnant wife, didn't shoot the guy. Oh, empty bullet? like she, empty chamber? She waited so long. I mean, it was empty anyways, but that that was predictable. But the whole waiting, like, oh, I'm going to give him a chance to talk or whatever the fuck she was thinking. And then it's like, empty. Oh, he has another chance. Now I'm going to shoot him. And then I'm still going to just stare at him. Like, just fucking shoot him twice. Just fucking kill him. Yeah. Why are you like just sitting like, and because you have to deliver a, this force doesn't love you back. Is that what he said? Well, he said I hate it here. Oh yeah. And she's like, here hates you too. I don't know what the fuck she said. <laughs> I also hate the fucking trope of, the the same scene where it's like the fire and the kid and, the, and Angelina Jolie, and he's like, oh, I just finished beating up Angelina Jolie. Let me vigorously slow walk towards <laughs> this kid while Angelina Jolie's not on camera, so she can get up and fuck me up as I reach the kid. That's the most tropey, here I come, I hope the good guy doesn't stop me, <laughs> as I take a long time to get to you. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, here comes the fucking pickaxe right into his fucking neck. I don't, yeah. He had the knife, and he had to slowly walk up and, I don't know, slit his neck. With, that was the longest scene ever, and I'm just sitting there like, Angelina Jolie is not in frame anymore. She's absolutely up and coming for this man. Yeah, of course. It was just, and it wasn't like a... Like, okay, yeah, we're doing that, but, like, surprise we're doing it. It was, here's a three-and-a-half-minute-long scene where you know exactly what's <laughs> happening, but we're going to drag it out until it happens. While the fire is just waiting. Just waiting. Until he gets, yeah. And then it's a must-go situation. <laughs> what was their fucking plan when they ran to the fire to begin with? Creek? Water? I don't know. I guess they were just running the other direction, but... Also, the storm was unnecessary for, like, the the lightning and shit. Like, make that start the fire. Yeah. But you just have the lightning and storm and, like, uh-oh, I'm fire watch. This is going to cause a fire. And then completely unrelated arson happens and starts the fire. Yeah, as someone who lives in the state of California that suffers, like, a lot of wildfires every year, like, yeah. I'm a little offended. Like, what is this movie teaching people? Use flares to start fires. Like, wildfires are a serious issue in the state and people don't realize that you think hollywood that was stationed in california would realize wildfires are a very bad issue bet this was shot in atlanta <laughs> at tyler perry no i'm sure it was shot at tyler perry's movie studio you think so he's in the fucking movie jay i guarantee he was like yeah come to atlanta i'll be in the movie let's see let's look on wikipedia it was a uh, production company new line cinema 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 <laughs> braun studios lebron james production um, New Mexico. Wow. In May 2019, filming began in New Mexico with production concluding in July 2019. That's pretty short, isn't it? Two months? New Mexico, New Mexico, New Me yeah, all New Mexico. Is two months short for, like, filming? Yeah. No, I think that's about average. There's a lot of pre, post, and then reshoots, but I think, like, one to two month filming. I bet you I could film a movie in like a week. Why does it take that long? 
because they are very, very precise with every single detail in a very big Hollywood budget movie, and there's a huge And team. they still make shit. <laughs> Just be an indie filmmaker. There's a whole category of movies for this. It's indie. Indiana Jones? We could make a movie, Ty. I know we could. Uh, we just don't go after and get it, Ty. We don't have that motivation. No. <laughs> no, we don't. Or equipment or anything else. Characters. Funny. I know if we wrote a movie, these char- the characters would be much better than the characters in this. I gave it a fucking nine. Okay. I gave it a six. Wow. Okay. I didn't like anyone in this movie. And I like John Bernthal and a lot of these actors. Like Angelina Jolie's good. I didn't like anyone in this fucking movie. I thought the kid was okay. That was the only part that kind of saved it points for me. He was fine. Yeah. I thought he did a decent job. But Angelina Jolie was just there. She didn't do anything special. She was very mo- Is she overrated? I think she's just famous. Like, she's when rich. do you think of Angelina Jolie like a good, you know, performance? I think of her as like a big name, not a prestige actor. Why is she big, though? Oh, my God. Do you know her Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt got divorced? Oh, yeah. A while ago. She was married to Billy Bob Thornton? That's pretty sick. She's known for Maleficent, Girl Interrupted, Ch- Changeling, and Wanted. Wanted is a good fucking movie. Why is she so famous? Seriously. I think she started acting from a young age and was became, you know, like a sensation and then married Brad Pitt and the guy from... How about you don't, like, attribute her success did. to marrying a man? Not success, how, popularity. How, how um, sexist is that of you? What's the word? Not sexist. Misogynistic? How misogynistic of that is? Did you know Riley's cousin thought that a misogynistic, a a misogynist was a masseuse? Oh! Yeah. Misogynists give happy endings. He was, (laughs) they were telling a story that like he was, wanted a massage or whatever. Like they were joking. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to a misogynistic or whatever. Misogynist. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I didn't like the characters though. I, like I said, the kid was fine. Angelina Jolie, not really too much depth. The sheriff was a fucking generic sheriff. Mm. The wife was the generic wife of the sheriff. The hitmen were I, the generic hitmen. Most badass pregnant woman of any movie of all time. I haven't seen every movie of all time, but that I've seen probably. She rides a fucking horse six <laughs> months pregnant. That baby's dead, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you can't ride horses pregnant. I six months pregnant. I didn't even think about that. I have no idea. She looks at a fucking quad and dirt bike, and I was like, are they going to have a ride- chick ride a fucking dirt bike in? And then she's like, no, nah, I'm just going to ride a fucking horse yeah. and gallop The horse the doesn't make as there. much noise. Well, yeah, I got that. But the horse <laughs> bounces, and you're pregnant. She also, the fire scene where she, like, lit the dude's face on fire. How the hell did he, like... I didn't understand what happened there. I, it was just, like, something, but it just... The people took fucking damage in this movie. Yeah, they did. And there was a typical trope of missing shots, of course, when it matters, but... Not on the sheriff. They fucking lit his ass up in the tower. <laughs> That's true. Um, he had a fucking bulletproof vest on, and they weren't going to do the, no, he's got a vest, he survives. He fucking dies from those gunshots. Props to them. That is true. That is That's true. That's a big-time trope they could have done, like, ah, oh, I have my vest on, I'm safe. Uh, the character I hated the most, though, was the fucking dad. <laughs> Please continue. He was just like, it seemed like he was trying to be like Liam Neeson. <laughs> and, like, he just said everything so, like, like we got to go. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it was just every time he was on the screen, I told Riley this. It was so fucking corny. It looked like if we were trying to make a fucking Hitman movie and my dad was fucking acting and we told him what to say and how to say it. And that's how he would deliver those fucking lines. Like, it was so fucking corny, dude. It was some of the worst acting I've ever seen. 
It was bad. Um, and like the emotional moments, like I love you, son. <laughs> it's like there's just no emotion. Um, and like again, they gave him the most generic lines, like I, I investigate these people. I found stuff on them. Yeah. Like, and it was just so bad. And he looked like Walmart version John Oliver. <laughs> okay. And I couldn't get it out of my head that he was Walmart version John Oliver. What was his name? Owen? Oh, the Jake Weber? Yeah, Jake Weber. Yeah, I don't I don't know any of the movies he's in, and probably for good reason. Um, I guess he was in the Star Trek show, Clover, Midway. I've actually heard of Midway. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard of a lot of his filmography, and that's probably for a reason. He was in Cherry. N- nope, different. Nineteen ninety nine Cherry. <laughs> he he sucked. He was so bad. It so was so bad. It was vigorously bad acting. Yeah, in a very large budget movie, and it was just so unbelievable. And like, it's supposed to lay the foundation for like the emotional shit with the kid, and it just doesn't. Yeah. I fucking agree, man. It wasn't... <sighs> um, both of the hitmen were terrible casts. You think so? Nicholas Holt is just not intimidating at all. <laughs> and he was like the, the uh, like, no remorse. Like, the other guy started showing a little bit of, uh, like, sympathy and stuff. This guy was just like, nope. I'm just here to shoot people. Yeah. And he's just not intimidating. And the other guy was fine, I guess, but I just don't like him. Yeah. He just wasn't that great in this. Like, why? They go through these links for Tyler Perry. I don't know why. Also, question. Tyler Perry just shows up in this small town Yeah, to talk with them after something goes wrong. Something went wrong, like, five minutes before they got that call. Why was he just there? Yeah. They were there to do the job, and then the job goes wrong, and as they're driving away from the job, they get the call. He's like, he's here. He wants to meet. Why is he here? Like, no one knows if that job went wrong or right yet. (laughs) I don't know. I don't fucking know. And he's just a generic big boss man. Big evil boss man. Probably got paid like a mil for it. That's why all the money that went to Tyler Perry, they took away from the dad. And Angelina Jolie. Oh, my God. And then the fucking scene in the beginning where they pull up his laptop and they open like a thing and it shows the news of the house blowing up. Just like a file saved of that video. (laughs) As if he wasn't just watching a stream. (laughs) Fucking so ridiculous, dude. It just was so fucking movie tropey. Yeah. And they just thought the audience would just be much more like, ah, they'll believe it. It's fine. Yeah, for sure. We don't have to explain it. They'll believe that they know how to track them. They'll believe this. They'll believe that. And it's just, they did that with too much stuff. No, for sure. I agree completely, dude. It was just, I fucking... I didn't like it. Um, that being said, I didn't like it as a movie, but as a just watch, I wouldn't say I necessarily hated it. I'll be like, you know, based on my scores compared to movies I hate. Enjoyment, I gave it a nine. It is in my would not recommend, but would not totally. It's would not condemn, but I'd say would not totally condemn because there's some movie making things I don't like about this, but at the same time, it was shot well. It was. There's some movie making things I did like about this. Yeah, as well. And it just it was just a perfectly just mediocre film. Also gave it a nine. I don't know how this film has as high as reviews as it does. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. It feels high, especially with Rotten Tomatoes, will you like this kind of mentality. Yeah. I I don't understand how it's 
there. This feels like a 30 to 40 on Rotten Tomatoes kind of movie, which isn't a direct, you know, correlation to like whatever our score ends up being. Yeah. But this type of movie does not feel like a high Rotten Tomatoes score movie. 85 audience. That's wild because this movie just isn't that good. I mean, I don't want to sound like a snob, but we do watch a lot of movies and think about these movies in a different way. So maybe that's part of the reason. I don't know. I also te- texted you. I thought it was going to be a movie that felt like it was 30 minutes too long. And ironically, it might have been 30 minutes too short. Maybe they could have got more depth. I mean, yeah. 30 more minutes of this would have been bad. No, yes. But if with the right vision, maybe 30 more minutes could have led to more depth. Expanding on the characters and emotion and suspense. Not literally not adding anything to the movie in terms of like story or scene wise, but expanding on all the scenes that are there and the characters. Yeah. Could have done it a fucking world of help. Yeah. So because hour 40 and that's with credits and I just skipped through all the openings. That was like two minutes of opening. So it's like actual runtime was probably like an hour 30. Yeah, pretty close. It was pretty close to just a fucking 90, maybe 100 minute film. You get in, you get out, and it's just like you forget about it. And, like, I, with this kind of movie, like, I, give me more of the suspense and build up and what you're trying to do. You can't have a get in, get out type of movie like this. Yeah. Family comedies, yeah, give me a fucking get in, get out, I'll have some laughs, it's a, done and over. But a suspenseful drama, I don't want you to rush things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Some of the reviews I'm reading here. Um, some let's go to so I'll read you these and I'll go over to top critics. This is a rotten. Those who wish me dead could have could have risen to meet Jolie's ability, but the film reflects the industry's lack of imagination for an older female action star. Um, this other one, unfortunately, the second half is over relying on flashy disaster set pieces, blazing towards a predictable melodramatic conclusion. Um, this one's fresh, which doesn't make sense to me. The fiery explosions and chase sequences are handsomely shot but the plot is undeniably absurd in the ominous rousing soundtrack downright hokey it's performances and banter that make the project worth watching four out of five what the did banter? we watch the same movie what fucking banter <laughs> these were the most fucking soulless characters i've ever seen there was no banter the only banter was when the kids said the fire scared the shit out of them after angelina jolie's like it was beautiful or the forceful i'm with my old buddies at the fire department new recruits now i have to go to my new job that i don't want to do yeah that was just had nothing to do like was not necessary yeah that was the only banter and none of those characters played a key role except for angelina jolie yeah for sure uh this one's fresh those who wish me dead is serviceable but no more I don't I don't see how that's fresh. Those who wish me dead, an enjoyable, absorbing, characterful testament to shuffling the whole deck of genre conventions and then politely setting it on fire. Literally. Um, forest fire. I, I, I don't get it. Some rotten if Sheridan's film is meant to convey the long stretches of boredom before brief moments of excitement, it succeeds. Um, Angelina Jolie's bare knuckle performance in Those Who Wish Me Dead easily outclasses the film that contains it. I didn't even think she was that good. I didn't either. Um, Angelina Jolie continues her seemingly unstoppable run as a gifted film director who makes terrible choices in front of the camera. Oh, okay. By following the <laughs> exer- ex- 
execrable come away with this preposterous mishmash thriller. Um, yeah. Now I'm intrigued to see what all she's directed. Six directing uh, credits. Jolie should take on more acting opportunities like this one, only with fewer fire hoses. Rotten. I don't under like. I don't know. She did a a music video for Coldplay. <laughs> it's been some years since Jolie did an action movie, and she carries the center of those who wish me dead. Unfortunately, it's a film with no real center. So just reading even the rotten ones and some of the fresh ones, it feels like there's like a lot of Angelina fucking Jolie love. These are all top critics, by the way, that I'm reading. Yeah. I mean, oh, this person, Jolie, phones it in for a barely functioning action drama. Thank you. That's how I felt, too. But, um, I mean, they talk about the characters. and They talk about, you know, like, oh, I saw one of them that said, like, a women action lead. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't know. But, like, I, it wasn't that good of her performance. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think the characters weren't written very well, and I think the performance on top of that wasn't very good. I agree. And the plot wasn't very good. Yeah. So what are we left with here? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I was looking forward to this movie, and it was just, a, like, it thoroughly let me down. Yeah, and they just, they gave us no reason to fucking care. That was the problem. It's like the That re- started off with the awful acting from the dad. The reasons to care were no one wants to see a kid die. Correct. He's a kid. That was the only reason to care. And Angelina Jolie is, like, sad, and they're supposed to have this relationship. And, like, there's a deep meaning there that's like, hey, maybe he saves her life, too. Like, she saved hers. All that, you know, kind of wish-wash bullcrap that they could do. I don't want to call it bullcrap, but. (laughs) And it's just not there, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't get how people could like this movie as much as they do. I really don't. I'm not saying they love it, but it seems like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, it was good, and Angelina Jolie, so let's fucking give it fresh. Yeah, and it's just had so much untapped potential. Yeah. My final score, 51 out of 100. It still blows me away how close we are in scores, despite not talking about scores whatsoever beforehand. (laughs) 53 out of 100. (laughs) Her final score of exactly 52, putting it at 60 out of 73 movies. Um, that is below the line, Jay. That's well below the line. It's almost, uh, is it almost draw the line or no? 64. Oh, that's, oh, that's, no, that's really bad. Draw the line's really bad. Yeah, this is well below the dr- line for us. Dr- okay, we, uh, it's confusing. Yeah, it's below the line. Yeah. It's not good, man. It wasn't great. I mean, it's right there with, the Velocipaster. Which, so much more fun of a watch than this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, enjoyment per dollar. <laughs> off the fucking charts. Different. I mean, shit, it's got a worse score than fucking Freebirds. Deservingly so. Like, this movie, it, it, it ain't it. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. It, I thought you were going to give it a little bit higher because you said you didn't love it. You texted me like, oh, I didn't hate it, but – or whatever you yeah, said. And then I was I like, st- he's going to give it like a 65. Well, and then I started going through the scores, and I'm like, no, no. Like when I like had to sit down and think about it, I'm like, a lot of this shit just didn't didn't work. Yeah. And I loved the I- – again, I loved the idea of it. I don't love the execution. Yeah, for sure. Not a great movie, man. That's tough. That's a fucking tough 52. 
Um, next week we're watching those – or not those who wish me to do this. We watched this week. We're watching Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder, Dave Bautista. I'm going to be honest. Fuck don't know yeah. much about this movie, Ty. Zombies. Hope it's not scary. I think it may be. It's a um, ambitious, over-the-top zombie heist matchup. Oh, no. The poster doesn't look scary. I think it's just going to be less – yeah, less scary, more gory. Funny with Dave Bautista. I think a, a serious kind of, – not a comedy, but like an adult comedy – Okay. It not I don't know. That's got uh, a seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty one percent audience score. Tyler, where can audiences fi- find this film? Um Netflix. Or in theaters. When oh it's in theaters and Netflix? Yeah. Oh sure. wow. Um are you sure about that? I feel like Netflix doesn't do the double uploads. Um, I feel like it's Zack Snyder, so they said fuck it. We're doing it. No, I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but I'm ninety nine percent sure it's in Netflix. See what the poster says. Army of the Dead. Yeah, it says In select theaters May and on Netflix May 21st. It is showing at Victor Cinemark Victorville and Cinemark Just Ranch up here in the high desert, but it only has like two showtimes a day. Um, yeah, Z- Zack Snyder did Justice League. Uh, Dave Bautista did Stuber. Two great films right there. Um, yep. And 7681, like I said, so it's exciting. comes out May 21st. So... At least that's what the poster says. Four fucking days. But it says it's already showing in theaters. So, was it an early theater release? Oh, in theaters Friday. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Um, so, that should be exciting. That should be better, hopefully, than the movie we just watched today. And, good thing, Ty, Armin White already has his review in on this film. Those Who Wish Me Dead? Army of the Dead. Oh, those who oh, two dead straight dead movies. Wow. How dark of us. Um, no, he has not reviewed those who wish me dead. He'd probably give it a, a fresh for Angelina Jolie's riveting performance. Yes. Um, no, and he gave incredible it incredible plot. Um, th- that he just stays away from those kind. Uh, he watched this one, though, because he's a Zack Snyder fanboy because he says Batman versus Superman is one of the greatest or one of those movies is the greatest movies of the decade. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, he gave this one a rotten, though. Yeah, this movie looks like too much fun for him. Uh, Zack Snyder's new zombie movie works differently than his grand comic book myths. It's a grim vision of modern dystopia, outrageous and not very funny. Oh, so that means it's going to be a fucking laugh fest. <laughs> I'm so glad he said that. I'm going to have so much fun now. No, no, yeah, this looks like a fun movie. He seems like – I think the reason why he likes like the Justice League movie so much is he just seems like he doesn't like ha- – like, I know that the Zack Snyder was better filmed. Like, he just doesn't seem like he has – he likes having fun when he goes to the movies. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I want it to be dark and grim and serious, but he also wants to review every fucking Oscar-nominated movie rotten. God, I fucking hate this guy. No, I think I think you're overthinking him. He likes giving bad movies good scores and good movies bad scores. Just so he can have attention. He's our white whale, man. If we could ever interview one guy, I think I'd pick Armin White. I, I would want to do a lot of interviews before that. Because I would just be rude to him. <laughs> We'd start out nice and then just get progressively ruder. Like, hey, so let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Hey, dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> how do you give fucking some shitty movie with like a 20% fresh and fucking Toy Story 3 rotten? Like, you realize you're objectively wrong, right? What doesn't make sense is sometimes he switches it up, though. Like, sometimes, like, he gave Ford versus Ferrari a fresh. That's a great movie. But he gives 1917 a rotten. That was also a great movie. I just, yeah. Sometimes it, he he flip flops. Sometimes I don't know. Maybe he has to like be right about not right, but he has to like 
go with the flow. He has to give one good movie a good review a year or something like that way he keeps his job. Fair. Like he gives a marriage story a rod. And we've talked about him so many times. And then he gives, you know, shitty movies. I'm trying to find a shitty one that he gave fresh, but he had a streak. He gets in these pockets where he just reviews like all the Oscar movies. Who does he work for? National Review. Because, like, I feel like, obviously, clicks are king, and, like, as long as he's getting views and shit, like, that works. But, like, at what point is a thing, like, you're doing serious reviews and you're making us, you're making us look bad? I don't know. New York Press. It's National Review and New York Press are his two. Like, Again, like, obviously, views and clicks, like, that's the number one thing for making money. But, like, when you're a serious organization like that, like, how often can someone be wrong about something? Yeah. I, Before they're like, hey, we don't want our name associated with you. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I will say he did uh, his colleague, Kyle Smith, who I was looking at some of his other reviews just right now, and doesn't seem like he's the same thing. He gave those who wish me dead a rotten. So he gets it. And he said to cover up for a total lack of interesting plot or characters – Sheridan lashes together tough guy dialogue, bloody shoutouts, hair-raising escapes, and when all else fails, massive blazes. Fuck yeah. That feels like a fair review. That feels like our review. Um, yeah, it really does. Ty, before I give you a random movie to uh, guess the Rotten Tomatoes score on, we actually went longer than I thought. I just want to know how your weekend was. It's good. That's what I just wanted to talk about. Is it my weekend? Yeah, you were in another state, so that always deserves a little bit of chatter. We went to Arizona. Um, D- Victoria had a dance competition. It was the shortest one we've ever been to because, like, not anyone went. This is, I mean, a decent amount, but. Um, and then we did top golf, hit about 138 miles per hour. Yeah, and I responded. He didn't respond back, but only went 110 yards. Yeah, that was just a fucking missile on the floor. I didn't get any lift on it. <laughs> okay, so that I don't know if you were like loft wedging it and just hit a laser with a loft wedge straight in the air. No, it just got no height on it. <laughs> but I was trying to break 120. I had, like 118, 119. Because those clubs feel like they're going to slip out of my hand every time I use them. <laughs> and I just fucking connected. And I thought it was good. And then I looked. And it's like, oh, PGA people hit it like 190. <laughs> and that blew my fucking mind. I don't remember what my ball speed was when we went. I didn't even look at that. So, But 138 was a jump for me. Um, we also did Waffle House. You went to Waffle House again? A- inside Waffle House. Just time. Was it like COVID fine? Yeah. It was you guys are vaccinated. Did you, get the, did you get a good loving uh, waiter slash waitress? Mm, they were they were all fairly rude but just like a good level of rude are you serious just like they didn't like their job and i can respect it because i wouldn't want to work there either but what'd you think second time through waffle house it was exactly the same as before (laughs) it's consistent yeah it was there was a tiktok that i sent to victoria and it was like oh you on tiktok now i am on tiktok oh you fucking broke i did Wow. But I'm on mostly dog TikTok. His little <laughs> dog videos make me laugh. But no, this one, it was like, does Waffle House have good food? And he's like, no. He's like, is it good service? No. It's I like just Riley a whole list that. of everything. And it was so accurate because it's just not good. And other people from the dance studio who have never been to Arizona were like, oh, should we eat there? And we're like, it's really good, bad food. I don't appreciate you saying that. I went there again, Jay. <laughs> um, also had Whataburger. Yeah. And I will say. I love me some In-N-Out. You think it's better than In-N-Out? Whataburger's patty milk. I like patty milk. I like more than double-double. Did you get the patty milk the first time you yeah. went? All right. Well, those aren't the same thing. And it's just so fucking good. How about, um, have you, do you remember Shake, Shake and Shack? Not Shake and Shack. 
Shake Shack? Shake Shack and there's uh, the one Steak up here. Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. They had a patty melt. Did you ever get their patty melt? Uh-uh. Mm. I think Freddy's has a patty melt, too. Maybe you just need to go on a patty melt journey. I fucking loved it. <laughs> um, it was fine. It was Arizona. It was hot as fuck, dude. Yeah, when we went, it was, like, perfect weather. It was February. It was, like, 80. Not even 80. It was, like, 75. Our Airbnb guy said it was the only time of year he doesn't use the swimming pool. Yeah. And I'll tell you, we spent the entire day Saturday night swimming. Were you at an Airbnb? We stayed in Airbnb, but everyone else is at a hotel, so we bummed off them and used their pool. Nice. We're hanging out. Did you stay in John's Airbnb? No. Why? It has like three bedrooms. There's two of us. <laughs> Did you stay in Gilbert again? Because wasn't the competition in Gilbert? I, it was right around there. Um, our Airbnb was weird. It was like a back house type thing, so you had to go through their side yard, and they had dogs, and they're very friendly dogs. Where did you? Where were you at? Arizona. No, like, were you in Gilbert? Were you close? To right off the two hundred two. And fat cats. Okay, I don't think we were near each other then. Well, I stayed at Airbnb, but that was the exact same situation like three years ago. They just had a welcome sign on the side gate. And you walk down like the side of their house, and then you turn left, and there's a door, and you just get Oh, in. yeah, no, that's not. But there's dogs, and it was the most wild thing ever. I was like, they just let their dogs run around and say hi to you. <laughs> They're very friendly. What kind of dogs? I, big, I don't know. So nice. You went, what, Friday and came home when? Sunday. Oh, so it was a quickie. Nice. I'm glad you had fun, Ty. It's just so fucking hot. <laughs> you went to Arizona with me and Ryan. You guys went again. And just had the same. We just had the same trip, just with a dance competition. We went to Top Golf, <laughs> ate at Whataburger. No, I didn't go to Casino. Shut up. Yeah. Honestly, it's I right completed. there. I forgot. You see the casino as you're hitting Top Golf. We went to a different Top Golf. There's like four oh. fucking Top Golfs. Okay. Within like sense. 20 miles of each other. Yeah. We thought we were going to the same one, and we walked in, and I was like, this is a different place. <laughs> Did you have your Top Golf like account still? So you didn't have oh, to yeah. pay the extra five bucks? Yeah, they weren't charging me shit. That's good. I'm glad, Ty. I'm glad you had fun. We're, I think we're going back in uh, September. Go see a Diamondbacks Dodgers game. Same thing. Go up Friday, come home Sunday. There we go. I thought of it too late. Otherwise, we probably would have went to a Diamondback game. Yeah. So, I've been there, but Riley's never been there, so she's got to catch up to me. She hasn't been to Diamondbacks and Angels, so and we're also planning on going to that Angels She hasn't been to Angels Angel Stadium? No. That's why we're planning that's on going. That's the closest one. <laughs> that's why we're planning on going to that Angels-Red Sox game once I get my SeatGeek money back for those tickets they never sent me. They're getting me credit back plus 20%. Oh. So I'm going to have like 150 bucks or something. And they were like, oh, do you want to send it to your PayPal? I was like, just give me credit. I'll probably end up buying tickets again. <laughs> you said, I, I'm going to be at a game. And I don't have a PayPal. So um, random movie review. I'm glad you had a good weekend, Ty. Thank you. Um I was busy as fuck. I, my weekend was okay. Thanks for asking. Um, Did you go anywhere? Nope. Just worked two jobs. Okay, then, yeah. Two full-time really. jobs. You just one keep of them, going with the movie. Guess the movie. I don't get fucking paid for. <laughs> um, so, this is a movie about fire. Ty, what's one of the, mo- like the most all-time – I don't know how to talk right now. What's like the, what, the, most, <laughs> the most popular movie all-time that's fire-related? Mm. I don't know if it's most popular all-time, but – I know it's people talk about. I can't it. think of another movie fire related. Well, I was gonna do fighting fi- uh, that one John Cena movie, but I didn't. Okay. Um, there's also fire. Firehouse. The the move is that what it was called with Key and Peele and John Cena the firehouse. That's playing movie? with fire. That's what I was gonna. Oh, that's okay. what I said I was gonna do, but I didn't. There's also um, that one movie with uh, what's his name. <laughs> this is terrible. That one movie with what's his name. What's God damn the guy it. who looks like Christian Yelich. We watched it last year. Oh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, that movie. King of Staten Island. That was kind of fire-related. In what way? 
fire department. Oh, okay. Instead, I'm going with one of the most iconic fire movies of all time. I think it is the most fire. I'm just going to say that. Most iconic. And that's Backdraft. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking clue as to what this is. You've never heard of Backdraft? Not even remotely. Uh, it came out in 1991. It's a drama, mystery, and thriller. Two hours and 17 minutes. It is starring the likes of Kurt Russell, William Baldwin, Robert De Niro, Donald Sutherland, Jennifer Jason Leigh. That's weird. She's got a guy name in the middle of her name. <laughs> Scott Glenn. Uh, it used to be so the Transformers ride at Universal Studios. I don't know if you've been on that ride. Yeah. Have you? I feel like I've never heard of you being to Universal Studios. Not Have a big Universal Studios. A few times. Not a big fan. Um, that used to be like it was like a backdraft experience where like it was like one of the sets and they would take you and then they would like light stuff on fire while you were in there, and, like you feel the flames. Okay. Um, the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't have one. <laughs> um, you really never heard of this movie? I mean, just zero clue. My parents love it. All right, the synopsis. So you have something. Chicago firefighting brother Stephen Kurt Russell and Brian William Baldwin have been rivals since childhood. Brian, struggling to prove himself, transfers to the arson unit. There he aids Don, Robert De Niro, in his investigation into a spate of fires involving oxygen-induced infernos called backdrafts. But when a conspiracy implicating a crooked politician and arsonist leads Brian back to Stephen, he is forced to overcome his brotherly competitiveness in order to crack the case. What is your guess? 76. Oh, shit, Tyler. 74. God damn it. You're right there, bro. You're fucking right there. Literally, that was just a random fucking number at this point. 74 tomato, 75 audience. 76, Tyler. (laughs) Yep. Unbelievable. You're almost there. I'm going to get it one of these fucking days. (laughs) And it's going to be electric. It is. You got anything else, Jay? I don't. Again, what's next week? Army of the Dead, Netflix. Uh, I, I, before we finish here, okay. There's like a thing going around Twitter, and it was like the streaming wars, and like how many people have signed up for each streaming service. Okay. Amazon Prime just has to be disqualified, right? Why does they have like an absurd? They're number? second. They're second, and I'm like, no one fucking signs up for Amazon Prime for Prime Video. So I don't. I'm not familiar. Does Prime Video just come with Prime? Yes, you just have Amazon Prime, which everyone in the fucking country does. It's not like an extra fee or anything. No. Oh then yeah, that's probably why. And they're just second behind. I think like Netflix, and it just makes. No I bet sense. you what they do is maybe not because I feel like overall subscribers, Amazon Prime is probably more than Netflix. But the numbers that it's probably just if you click on a fucking Prime Video once, yeah. But the thing is, since there's fucking hundreds of millions of people, or maybe, I don't know if billions, but hundreds of millions of people have Amazon Prime, yeah, the chances of them being like, oh, I have this for free with it, let's watch something. That's probably why it's so high. Yeah, so most subscribed streaming services, Netflix, 207 million, Amazon Prime, 175, Disney maybe Plus. all Amazon Prime has. I don't know. Continue, sorry. Disney Plus, 103, Apple, 42, Peacock, 42, Hulu, 41, HBO Max, only 40. Wow. That's surprising with like how much shit they've been releasing. Stuff. I'm Disney though, like they're just their stuff, and they're at a hundred mil. Yeah, I mean that's just that's Disney, that's Mandalorian, that's MCU, all their fucking content. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm like, there's like you go by streams. Netflix is still probably number one. I would but guess. Prime Video's not even on the fucking list. 
Yeah, like what's been good on Prime Video? Invincible. Okay. <laughs> and that's all I can fucking think of in terms of like yeah. Amazon Prime Originals. Up Upload? Upload. That was a good show. Did you ever watch it? I started and did not finish. All right. Fair enough. But I'm like, this is bullshit, right? Yeah, probably. That's it. I just wanted to rant. Because right. I saw this and thought it was absolutely ridiculous. All right. You're a Netflix stan. We get it. I don't even like Netflix that much. I just don't think Prime Video should be with the likes of Disney. And, like, fucking four, like three and a half times as much as HBO Max. Yeah. It's a load of shit. Yeah. You're bright. All right. Army of the Dead. Netflix. Be a good friend, everybody. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.